about that action on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com, W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, and download the app today. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Your bracket may bust, but your bankroll never has to with BetQL. Use promo code MARCH30 for 30% off the entire year of BetQL. That's BetQL, promo code MARCH30. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Odds Crowd has a ton of free fantasy betting contests, including a $2,000 season-long MLB contest and a $500 weekly contest. Download their app today, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home for free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube, but for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. Follow the PicksWise Capper Contest at PicksWise.com for free picks and analysis throughout the tournament from the likes of Josh Rothstein, Rashad Phillips, Jeff Nadu, and more. See which expert is trending hot as they battle it out for a winner-take-all $10,000 prize over at PicksWise.com. And lastly, we're brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge operates like a stock exchange for the sports world. Pick the teams you like and have someone else buy the other side. Sign up at betteredge.com, promo code SGP, for a free $10 play. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com, promo code SGP. Welcome everyone to Bout That Action on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Kyle Waddy Watnell, joined by my co-host and partner in picks, Mark Megatron Glass. Today is Wednesday, March 31st. Mark, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. I gotta say, I've been extremely eager to ask you this question. Oh wow. Right, I'm right aware, off the bat. I'm aware that there was a your first your debut pickleball tournament. That's right. We spoke about it like a month ago, and then we kind of dropped it. Yeah, well, I was I was keeping my head down. I was keeping my head down, Mark. You know how you know you go into training camp, you keep your head down, uh, you focus on the training, you put in the work. I sure did put in the work, and you're right. I made my pickleball debut over the weekend. And myself, and I'm sure many of the listeners are dying to know how <laughs> did that go. Uh, it went well. Uh, we did not come home empty-handed. Uh, we did secure one medal. We secured the bronze medal, Mark. Uh, at the pickleball tournament in singles. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, appreciate that. Um, it was honestly, dude, it was so hot. I, it was in Anaheim. Um, and man, it, oh, it, yeah. it was toasty out there. Brutal. It was brutal. Um, but you're used to that. That's actually probably to your advantage because people true. don't know it. Kyle and I, we, we played college soccer like in the city next to Anaheim. Right. And so you go into preseason in August. We played on turf fields also. Like I don't even know what material you're you're standing on in, in, in pickleball, but it's a, it's like um, a tennis court. It's like a tennis court. 
gets, yeah, it gets so, so, we're, so the grass, like the turf, like the little black pellets would heat right. up. And it's already like 100 degrees, but the field would be like 110. Yeah. Running. I'm sure our college soccer sprints, regardless of div- being Division three or not, had to be harder than <laughs> the pickleball. I would assume that mentally you were you were prepared for the the challenge of the heat, and maybe that played to your advantage. That was true. I was prepared, and uh, I was extra prepared because I was not hungover for the pickleball tournament, whereas we would have been uh, during our training sessions in college. So that's another oh, advantage. That's, yeah, that's that's absolutely massive. So the so what does this mean? I remember we spoke about you what were gonna have like a rate. There was a rating system. <laughs> Correct. Where yes. it's like you needed to get a five to be a professional. Like yeah, how how do yeah. so. So now we have a little bit of context because now you're not just playing at the local rec center with 70 year old ladies. Right, like, right. So what does this mean in, in the grand scheme of, of your pickleball oh, career? Oh man, this, this, this was a great first step, Mark. Um, this means that, this means that the, uh, the opportunity is still open. I'm not going to close the show. You know what I mean? If I went there, I played, but first of all, I played 4.5. So right under 5.0. And, um, if I had gone out there and, you know, gotten gotten killed um or or felt as though i wasn't close to the level i probably i probably would have uh cut the dream short there just because i have put in a lot of work over the past six months um but uh i felt like it went very well i was happy to to place and and get a get a third uh a bronze medal in my uh first tournament because it's definitely different like playing in a tournament you know what i mean compared to compared to training and stuff especially in a solo sport like that i've never experienced that before i mean you and i are soccer guys so we always you know have a team uh that you play with but playing a solo sport is totally different you definitely get more nervous um you definitely like go in and out of uh form as the match is going on so it was a great experience it was solid i think now i play maybe a couple more four fives try to get a couple more medals um and then once i feel you know comfortable or ahead of the curve at that level that's when i make that jump to 50 does that make sense yeah that makes that makes perfect sense what are the what are the what's the key weaknesses that you got to work on good question um i'd say probably probably getting a backhand drive so you know how you can you can drop the ball like you can hit a drop shot or you can hit a drive shot i have a really good forehand drive um and i have a good backhand drop but if i can if i can get a backhand drive then there's not really any uh, you know, I'll have a multifaceted game. I think uh, some of the guys I was playing against would kind of pin me to the left side. They pinned me where I'd had to have to hit multiple backhand drops in a row to stay in the point. But if I have a drive, I can kind of get myself out of some of those jams. So that's the thing I need to work on now is probably a backhand drive and probably a, I kind of want to get a two-handed uh, backhand. So that's something else I'm going to bring into, into training camp. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I can. T- I, I want to. I want to join this this team. I want it to be like in the <laughs> UFC. Like all the fighters have like their little team of guys. Like they have their corner. <laughs> My you know, posse. Like how fighters do. For sure. For yeah. Sure. I, I want to join your entourage. I yeah, want to be yeah, there before yeah. you blow up and, and get big. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll uh, I'll keep you posted. We'll have to get you out to a tournament. Right now, they're all closed to the closed to the public, so it's really tough. Um, to get to you know to get the fans to get the posse out there. But uh, soon enough, we'll get you to one, and I'm sure you'll have. A ball of a time because it's a pretty it's a pretty funny atmosphere as you can probably imagine going to a pickleball tournament and seeing all the people who are very serious about it in one place you know yeah i can't wait <laughs> um sports news speaking of sports news uh the, aside from the pickleball world uh what else is going on we got baseball's back mark baseball opening day tomorrow uh your 2021 world series champions san diego padres uh do in fact play tomorrow at petco park in san diego I will not be going. Tickets are starting at one thousand uh, dollars for a, a nosebleed. How crazy is that? Nosebleed That's tickets. That's insane. 
Yeah, no one wants to go that bad. They're dude. They're expected to have a big year, and uh, with the with the reduced capacity, tickets are harder to get, so the price goes up. So right now, that it's really expensive. I, I can get um, aside from opening day, you can get nosebleeds for around fifty bucks. So I, I will be doing that in the near future. Um, but anything above that, any sort of decent seat is going to be in. You know, you're going to be dropping a few hundred bucks for it. Unfortunately. Yeah, you could you could go courtside at the Laker games and watch LeBron for <laughs> probably a similar price. That's true. That's actually true. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, baseball is back. Um, that's exciting. Uh, we probably. Oh, you know what I wanted to ask you? Did you see? It was it was literally this morning, the morning that we're recording. Okay. Did you see the the Kevin Durant Twitter DMs that got leaked? I do. I, I did Brown see. Th- I did see this. This was Dude, on, that was this was trending. Can you explain? I couldn't believe it. Can you explain? I was at the. Yeah, I was at the gym this morning, and there's like a little TV in the gym. Yeah, and uh, it, they, like they were talking about it on first take, and I was like, <laughs> "What?" And I so I googled it. So there's this guy, Michael Rappaport. Yeah, who's like who is this, that guy? He's like a mid-level actor from the '90s, so he's like in his early '60s, I want to say right now, or like, okay. or like '50s or '60s. And uh, he's the guy. Uh, coincidentally, he just lost a lawsuit against Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports. I saw that as well. Yep. Yeah, so he basically like joined Barstool and got fired for I don't know. He said some shit on air that was like kind of whack. So they fired him. So they went to court and and he was suing Dave Portnoy, Portnoy because they made a T-shirt with a clown nose I saw on that. his face and then they put like a little like herpy thing. Yeah, they did next <laughs> on to his, his chin. Leg. Yeah. So and and the judge threw it out and was like uh, was like yeah like. A person does not glance at this and make the leap that he has herpes, <laughs> even if he did. Like this is not defamation. So that was hilarious. What a, what a funny lawsuit. That's so funny. So this guy, he tweeted at Kevin Durant, or he, yeah, he tweeted at Kevin Durant because Durant was uh, he was sulking in an interview recently. Um, you know how he Durant's like a very quiet you know guy. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not like a big media guy. And he was saying, like, why are you, like, so sad? Like, just do the interview and get on with it, like, blah, blah. And Kevin Durant came back at this guy. We're, this is under the assumption that these tweets are real, which uh-huh. they appear to be. Okay. Um, there hasn't been any, like, response from Durant as of now. But he, he Durant just went off on this guy, like, sending him multiple messages at different times of the day, basically saying stuff like, like, you're a cocksucker, like, I think he might have said, like, you're a fag or something. Like, So he's just Ke- saying, like... Kevin Durant, some, man. He's kind of... Yeah, so, you wouldn't expect him to be, like, like that, you know? I know. He got so triggered by that. Yeah. And, and there's, like, multiple screenshots of Durant, like, messaging him, and then there's no response. Then coming back at, like, another... Like, a few hours later, being like, you're a little bitch. Like, if I ever see you in public, I'm going to yeah, spit I, on you. Yeah, I saw face. that. Like, I'm going to slap you <laughs> like, or something. That's insane. That's insanity. I mean, obviously, if this stuff is true, like, I mean, that's a terrible on Kevin Durant's part to be saying this stuff. But I, I was just thinking to myself, like, imagine like that, like Michael Rappaport's like he's like so insignificant yeah, to Kevin Durant. Right. That's like if you or me Stoop, tweeted at yeah, him. Yeah. And he stooped down and to our like, level. Yeah. Kevin Durant just DMing you nonstop, that's calling crazy. you a little bitch. And like, yeah, dude, like, you have the world, Kevin Durant. Why are you wasting your time? Like, well, why would you? Yeah, he seems to be one of those guys that, that does get triggered and and uh, <laughs> he doesn't mind uh, getting getting in the mud, getting down in the mud and uh, sending you know DMs like that. So that I did yeah. see that. That's that was crazy. It's gonna yeah. I guess the interesting part of it for us is like, how does the NBA respond to something like this? You know, like you yeah. Your big when was the last time that a top three NBA player did something like this? You know. Yeah, I, can, I can't. I can't think, I can of think of any. Yeah, LeBron yeah, certainly hasn't. Yeah, no, definitely Kobe not. Kobe never did. Like, 
Yeah. And now it's 2021. This stuff is way more sensitive. Not that it's ever okay, but yeah. So you can't, you it would be interesting be to see like that. what is the punishment here. Yeah. I don't know. I thought I thought it was super interesting. Some, something to keep our eyes on. And I don't know. It, I would recommend going and reading about Michael Rappaport and Dave Portnoy's beef because it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Any any stuff like that. Um, Barcel is a great job of of making entertaining for their followers. Um, let's go ahead and uh, let's talk. Uh, let's talk some money, Mark. We did UFC last week. It is time for financial investing 101. <laughs> So we did the we did four fights from the main card of UFC 260 uh, last week um, because we'd lost the featherweight title fight at the time of the recording. We weren't sure what the uh, fifth fight on the main card was going to be. Um, so we made four bets. Mark, how did it go? Uh, I did better. In some ways, it did better than expected because uh, Jake Malarkey, who I picked solely because of thunk? a bar name in my area, who that's the thunk? only reason I took him. Never seen him throw a punch in his life. <laughs> he won, and is an and is an underdog. Yeah, that, that was, was wild. Sick. That was wild. I was and, bummed to uh, see that. I didn't even watch the fight. I didn't watch any of it. I just saw he won, which was hilarious. Yeah, that was um, that was good. Miocic lost, which we'll, I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about a little bit more. So I lost money there, but I also got Luke beating Woodley yeah. and Sean O'Malley beating Almeida. So all in all, I cashed out of four fights, $78. Nothing to brag about, but also nothing to complain about. Marco's 3-1. and one. I go an unfortunate 2-2 two and two that Jamie Malarkey upset catches me uh, in the opening fight of the main card. He clips Kama Worthy with a left hook. Uh, did not see that coming. Um, I guess he has more power than I thought. He was on a two-fight losing streak, and he comes out and gets the upset win. Nice pick, Mark. Nice pick going Malarkey. I gave a nice speech about why there was sentimental value to take this Jake Malarkey guy who I had never heard of before, and you shit on it. You were like, no, none of that's going to work out for you, and it did. Which was nice. So I had the highest of highs after the lowest right. of lows. Right there, you go. Um, I also had Sean. We Sean O'Malley was our lock. We we had a good lock pick there, taking him as uh, together. That knockout was that's probably my favorite UFC knockout I've ever seen. Dude, I love I I like that. that that's awesome. That was a sweet knockout. Um, he literally. Uh, well, first of all, I'll just finish up. Luke submitted Woodley. I had I had Luke winning as well, and then we both had Stepe. So I go two and two for a loss of one twenty seven. Unfortunately, my wins were. Uh, on the heavier favorite side, so didn't didn't make much money. Ended up down uh, down 127. Um, let's go ahead and talk about Sean O'Malley. Uh, so he is beating up the guy on the feet the whole fight. He drops the guy once and goes for the walk off. Mark, you saw him How go he's for the walk off. Yeah, that's like yeah. his thing is the walk off. Uh, the walk off <laughs> finish. He goes for the walk off, and the guy just gets back up. I mean, what an absolute trooper. Uh, stands back up and keeps fighting. And the commentators were pretty pretty harsh on Sean O'Malley. They were like, oh, he blew such a big opportunity. What is he doing? Walking away, da 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 da, da. But uh, <laughs> he continues to fight an awesome fight, just absolutely picking the guy apart on the feet, using his range, using lots of feints. And uh, finally uh, gets the knockdown in the third round. And this time, Mark, how would you describe what happened? Well, so he went for the walk-off again, right. if you saw. So he goes for the... he. He floors Almeida with a, just a gnarly yeah. shot to the face. He starts to do the walk-off. 
but he sees out of the corner of his eye that Almeida is still he's still awake and and breathing. Right. So he like as he's mid walk off, he comes back. <laughs> he and like Almeida's, walks back. He like walks yeah, walks up he, to him. He slowly walks over to him like <laughs> like Godfather. Yeah. It, it literally, yeah. Literally. Al, Almeida's on the ground in like the in like the bug position where yeah. he's on his back, <laughs> knees are up in the air, feet guarding his face like how fighters do sometimes. Right. But he was so out of it from that punch, you could see he was clearly dazed and confused. Like he didn't quite know what was going on. Right. And then the Sean O'Malley just walks up and one shot sledgehammers him in the face. <laughs> this is so bad, out. dude. That was literally insane. <laughs> I'm like, I would have been so confused if I was Almeida. Like he was literally like so winded. He probably had no idea what was going on. He's probably like, okay, I'm in a UFC fight. Then out of nowhere, a dude with rainbow hair and face tats just walks up to him and smashes his face and uh, gets the knockout. It was absolutely incredible. I love that you say it was uh, your favorite UFC knockout because it was a super, super unique one. I mean, it's rare that you'll see uh, someone walk up to someone like that. And and a Godfather it, walks a great way to describe it. He just calmly it, like walked up like he was about to commit a homicide on the guy and then just and absolutely him. crushes him. And like It was honestly oh. I kind of equated it to like imagine if in in the NBA like Shaq just went up for a monster dunk but missed and then immediately just grabbed the ball and went for another monster dunk <laughs> but successful. Like it was like two in a row. It's like in uh. the, the he he hit him the first time, and the commentators like Joe Rogan's like, "Oh my god!" Like you know, he's freaking out. Yeah. But they're like, "Oh, he's still awake." He walks up, <laughs> boom! And everyone's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Like it was just the whole thing. I couldn't. I watched it so many times. A spectacular knockout from uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley, a guy we're a big fan of on the show. Um, he was our lock last week, and boy, was he a lock! He looked great the whole fight. An awesome knockout. Um, then we. Uh, we got Tyron Woodley. Uh, he's looked really, really slow his last few fights, but this time he comes out firing, actually looks eager um, for a change. Almost looks like the old Tyron Woodley, but just comes out an absolute blitz. Kind of clips Luke A, hurts him a little bit. You think, uh-oh, maybe there's a chance here Tyron Woodley gets back into the picture uh, in the division. But Luke A weathers the storm, uh, clips Woodley with a, with a right hook of his own. Woodley gets wobbled. Woodley gets beat up for a while. He's kind of out on his feet. Uh, eventually drops down where Luke secures a Darth choke, uh, a pretty sweet choke, and Woodley taps out. Um, that was an interesting fight. It was an exciting fight. Only one round, but one of the better ones in the night. Yeah, it was. Int- I was so surprised because, like you said, Woodley came out flying trying to get Luke up against the fence. And if anything, I guess he just went a little bit. He probably just went a little bit too hard yeah. and just got caught. Sometimes that happens, and at the level these guys are at, it, it really just takes. You know, one opening to to turn a fight on its head. That but, is probably I mean, uh, that's probably it for Tyron Woodley. I think in the UFC, I think he'll probably yeah. get cut. It's four losses in a row, right? Yeah, that's usually unfortunate because you could see the problem we said last week was like you never really know if Woodley's in the mood to fight. Yeah, there and was today, urg- there was urgency. There was urgency. This yeah, time. this past weekend he he seemed like he was in the mood. He just wasn't enough. Right, um, and then that takes us to the main event, and what a main event it was. Um, we both miss on our underdog pick, uh, going with Stipe Miocic, uh, to continue his title reign, but turns out it is time for Francis, the predator and Ganu to take that heavyweight championship belt and defend it. Um, your thoughts on his, uh, his second round knockout, um, and your thoughts on the fight as a whole. I was mortified <laughs> that, yeah, dude, I literally thought Steve was gonna die 
It was insane. First of all, you have to respect Nganu. We gave it to Miacic just because of the history behind the guy. And yeah. We thought he would have it in on, him. On paper, it made sense to take Stipe, but, uh, but that clear. fight this, was... This yeah. is Nganu's division. Yeah, this is Nganu's... It's his sport it's at his this time. point. I mean, <laughs> if I'm cool. John Jones, I'm getting the fuck out of the heavyweight division. <laughs> I'm moving I'm down. I'm sorry. This guy is an absolute monster. That This was also a crazy knockout Yeah. because uh, Stipe fought him pretty well. I mean, Nganu clearly won the first round because... Like, when he hits you once, it's like getting hit four times, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because he's so powerful. And then Nganu lands the knockout punch, but it was uh, Herb Dean, the referee, was the way he was positioned, he was a bit farther away from, little, from Stipe. So he couldn't, he couldn't go and separate them in time. So Miocic is down. like He's, he's out. At, he's 99% unconscious. <laughs> and Nganu just gets a clean shot yeah. and just drops the hammer on him. Yeah. And it, it was... And uh, Dana White was saying how it, like they measured Ngannou's force of his punches, and it's literally like the the power of a mid-sized Chevy, <laughs> walking up uncontested, clean shot to the face, yeah. twelve to six. That's like getting a car dropped on your head. Yeah, I literally thought Miocic was gonna die. So yeah. I respect him for standing up. And, and Stipe's got trouble speaking as it is, from <laughs> all those blows to the head. I haven't heard him in an interview since the fight, but I mean like. This guy might not might actually not be okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a devastating knockout. I mean, Ngannou just hits way too hard. The weight was an issue. Stipe, I think, came in a little bit too light. He came in like two thirty something. Um, Ngannou was thirty pounds heavier. Yeah, Ngannou had thirty pounds of weight on him, and that definitely played a role, I think, when it came to Stipe trying to secure a takedown. Uh, in the first round, and and uh, and Ganu stuffed it. And Ganu showed a lot of improvements to his game. He showed takedown defense. He showed that he's able to do what he needs to do to keep the fight on the feet, where he literally will have an advantage over any human on the planet with that punching power. So, uh, congrats to Ganu. It is his time. Uh, we'll learn from that one. I'm assuming uh, Ganu will probably be a favorite um, for the next Ever. fight, and the next fight, and the next fight. So. It's uh, crazy because it's like how people always say there's always someone bigger and badder than you. Yeah. But then you look at Nganu, I think that like it goes up to there. That's like the you top can of the always mountain. find someone bigger and badder. Yeah. And that's that's the that's the highest that's point the right ceiling. there. There's no one bigger and there's no one better than Francis Nganu. It was a fun UFC two sixty. Looking forward to the next one. Let's go ahead and talk basketball now though. It is March Madness coming to its conclusion with the final four and then of course the championship shortly thereafter. It's been an interesting run. Uh let's go ahead and dive into the final four, Mark. Um, we've got an interesting slate of four teams left. We've got Houston, a two seed, Baylor, a one seed, UCLA, the surprise 11 seed sneaking into the final four. And of course the favorites in the tournament from the start, Gonzaga, a one seed as well. Um, let's go ahead and talk about the first game. We've got Houston, a two seed taking on Baylor, the one seed. The spread is five points. Houston, a plus 175 dog. Baylor, the minus 210 favorites. The total is set at 135. Your thoughts on this one? Got to take Baylor. This is going to be the what I think the more exciting of the yeah. two games. Um, obviously, the two teams are a little bit more evenly matched, on paper at least. Uh, so, I don't know. I, looking at the lines here, there wasn't like anything super interesting to take. Uh, I'm going Baylor money line. I have Baylor winning the whole thing, so it oh, would be wow. foolish of me. I remember in the in our first episode, oh, you, I had Baylor did, winning the man. championship That's awesome. at plus seven hundred. Look at you! And uh, they're still in it. 
Good stuff. And in my in my bracket, I had uh, I had Baylor. This is actually crazy. My my ESPN bracket, I had Baylor, Houston, Gonzaga, and Michigan. So I missed it by wow. one. Uh, but so I'm think I've got I still have a chance to get the championship right. But uh, yeah, you do. But yeah, I I, I really like Baylor. I, I like the the tempo that they play at. I just think they have a little bit too much talent over Houston. Um, I think the two teams are very evenly matched. But I got to give it to Baylor to keep my plus seven hundred alive. Yeah, you definitely have to take that pick when you have a a, a fat future like that on the line. Um, I'm gonna agree with you here. I think Baylor gets the job done. Uh, like you said, probably the most, the closer matchup of the two. Um, when you look at the spreads here, I mean, you're just going to take Baylor money line. I understand that. Uh, I'm trying to think as to whether they can cover the five point spread. And it's a tough one. It's like in a, fi- in a final four matchup, you know, you expect a thrilling ending, but I do think there is enough of a talent drop off for the five points. So I'll go ahead and uh, be a little bit risky. I'll take Baylor minus five. Although I uh, understand uh, the money line pick, and it's probably going to be my lock is going to be the money line section of that. But um, I will take them for the sake of the spread, for the sake of the show. I will take Baylor minus five. I just think they're the the slightly better team here. Um, Houston's done well to get this far. Um, I was on, honestly most impressed with uh, Houston beating, beating Syracuse, who plays that three-two zone earlier in the tournament, and that looked like it was going to be a problem for a lot of teams, but it wasn't for Houston. They secured a comfortable uh, victory in that one, and then uh, they take care of Oregon State, which. Um, you know, Oregon state did well to get there, but I just feel like, I feel like their path hasn't been quite as tough as Baylor's path. You know, they, their last two matchups, they've, they played a 12 seed and 11 seed. Um, and then before that, a 10 seed. So I feel like finally now they're getting, uh, faced up against, uh, a true one seed in Baylor, a true, uh, you know, jump in talent. And I think Baylor wins this one. I think they cover the five point spread. Let's go ahead and jump to the other matchup. We've got UCLA, the 11 seed. Uh, they are plus 700 uh, underdogs. They take on Gonzaga, uh, the one seed, minus 1,200 favorites. The spread is 14 and a half points. The total is 145. Is this one? Can this one be close? I don't know. I mean, are you, are, almost, are you, you almost bummed? Are you almost bummed to have? <laughs> I hate to say it like this, but like you know, in a Final Four, you want like a really uh, exciting, big, big matchup. Are you almost? I'm a little bit worried that this is going to be a blowout and it'll be kind of a disappointing Final Four game. Do you do you feel like that in any way? Yeah, it's so hard in these games because it's like with this much on the line for UCLA, and they, at the same time, they they really have nothing to lose. Like, they're the fairy tale team of this year, yeah. which is cool to have a local team, local to us, that's uh, yeah. or local to me, I should say, that's uh, made it this far. But, I mean, yeah, you never want to see... You know, I mean, the, the spread is 14.5 points in the Final Four, which, yeah. I mean, isn't, isn't unfair, obviously, but, I mean, it's not what you want to see just as a neutral fan. I mean... Gonzaga is I mean they've been undefeated all year they they have only had one game against uh I think number eight ranked Iowa like a few months ago uh that finished within single digits that right. they've won like so they've won every game by 10 points or more which yeah. is absolutely mind-blowing and they're just absolutely cleaning out the tournament as well obviously they have three all-americans that are all going to be drafted this year. Corey Kispert, Drew Timmy, the guy with the handlebar mustache who <laughs> may, may know him as, uh, and Jalen Suggs, who a lot of people think could be the number one overall pick this year. I don't know. I just think there's there's too much talent and depth on Gonzaga. Uh, I also like this Joel Ayayi guy. He's like their number four guy, also mm-hmm. expected to get drafted this year, possibly in the late first round. Um, 
I, I, yeah, I think it's just a talent thing. I, I think Gonzaga just has too much, and I, I see them going to the final. It, it's tough to bet this one because obviously a minus twelve hundred line, like yeah. you're not really getting anything out of that. Um, that's like Amanda Nunes fighting against yeah, it me. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, <laughs> you know, like it's not really worth it. Um, so, but at the same time, like a fourteen and a half point spread is tough. So this is UCLA's like, Super Bowl, man. Fourteen and a half points. This is their Super Bowl, right? I mean. I, I mean, I'm going to take, I'll, you know, dive right into my pick here, but I'm going to take UCLA plus 14 and a half. It's, it's the biggest game of these guys' lives, you know, and, and they are playing an absolute juggernaut, a team that looks unstoppable, a team that looks, when you literally watch them, it just looks different when you watch Gonzaga. Like, they just look like they're a level above. Um, and, yeah, they could easily win this in a blowout. But don't you have to take for the sake of the fairy tale? Don't you have to take UCLA when when the spread is you know like you said fourteen and a half in a Final Four game? Don't you have to take that chance and hope that this game is close? Yeah, I, I'm gladly gonna take the fourteen and a half spread for UCLA, but I'm just saying they could still lose by fourteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, and I mean Gonzaga absolutely they absolutely cleaned out UCLA. Um, a UCLA or sorry USC. Who yeah. beat UCLA not too long ago um, in a close game that was, but yeah, the the gap in talent is just insane. But I agree. I think I think to have the chance at an upset and then also fourteen and a half points, mm-hmm. like that's reasonable. It's worth it to take that. Yeah. All right. Let's both take UCLA plus fourteen and a half. I don't. I hope we don't regret that one. Gonzaga is definitely the best team in the tournament. Um, hopefully, Mark, it's a good chance. Uh, when we first did our March Madness uh, preview show. You took Baylor, and I took Gonzaga as our futures. Uh, what if we got that in the championship game? Wouldn't that be exciting? No, oh, I would. I would love to. I would love to see that. Maybe we do like a live show where yeah, we're, right? we live bet in favor of each other. <laughs> I like it. Uh, let's go ahead and do before we close out the show with the Lock Dog Parlay. A quick word from our sponsors. College Hoops is back and WinBet is live, bringing you the action of real sports betting and online casino play, all produced by Win Las Vegas. Get in on all your favorite teams, Cinderella stories, and tournament updates. Don't miss out on the madness. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today, and you'll receive a special offer of up to $500 in a risk-free sports bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Looking to get an edge and make smarter bets during March Madness? BetQL's algorithms scan thousands of data points across every game to find the best bets, easily find the most profitable bets profitable bets based on their top betting trends. Your brackets may bust, but your bankroll doesn't have to, so head to BetQL.com to get started today. Head to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL and bet smarter, not harder. Plus, use promo code March30. For 30% off BetQL for an entire year. That's BetQL.com, promo code March30. Hopefully you enter the Odds Crowd Contest March Madness Contest for your chance to win $8,000. Odds Crowd has plenty of free contests, including a $500 weekly contest and a $2,000 season-long MLB contest. And Odds Crowd isn't just fantasy betting contests. It's a social app built for sports bettors. Free to download. You can live group chat with other bettors, track your bets, set up private betting contests with your buddies, and much more. Download the app for free or go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. 
We're also brought to you by PicksWise.com, helmed by a team of trend-watching, data-devouring, sports-fanatic wise guys, but not good fellows, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction on every game, every day, in every sport, all for free. PicksWise presents the Capper Contest to follow with the likes of John Rothstein, Rashad Phillips, Jeff Nadu, and six other experts, all competing for a $10,000 winner-take-all prize so follow the action for their free picks and analysis every day of the big dance by visiting pickswise.com slash March Madness. That's pickswise.com slash March dash madness. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas. It's like YouTube for, for what hashtag DGENs only care about. That's sports betting. We're giving out free daily video picks over at Better Than Vegas profile page. Better Than Vegas is always running a ton of free contests as well. They got a ton of free picks and ha- handicappers to check out. So make sure you subscribe to our profile so you don't miss a single pick. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. And lastly, we're brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge allows you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. Since you're buying positions from other sports bettors, there is no house, which is legal in more than 40 states. Post the plays you like and have someone at the Better Edge Marketplace take the other side. They have a ton of other fun against the spread picking contests as well. So sign up today at betteredge.com and use promo code SGP for a free $10 play. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com, promo code SGP. It's time to close out the show with the Lock Dog Parlay. When we go to gamble, we go to lose subconsciously. I'm still alive. All right. Thanks a lot. Parlay. Lock Dog Parlay. Final four. It has been a fun March Madness run. Mark, go ahead and give us your lock for this upcoming Saturday's Final Four matchups. Uh, well, the given one is obviously the is obviously Gonzaga at minus twelve hundred. Um, <laughs> I don't like giving out spreads as locks. I, I just don't. Okay. Um, so by default, I have to give you Baylor at minus two ten. Yeah, that was also my lock. Um, for the same kind of reasoning. Um, yeah, Gonzaga is gonna gonna beat UCLA, but uh, Baylor seems like where the value is at. They're the better team. Houston's had. Um, a pretty friendly trip thus far in terms of the seeds they've had to play against. Um, so they're a solid team, but are they proven against a top seed team like Baylor? I don't think they, they, they win that game. I think Baylor gets the job done at minus 210. That feels like the best pick on the board. Uh, Mark, do you have a dog? Not really, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest. I mean... I'm not going to take UCLA at plus 700. That's like setting money on fire. So I guess like the next closest thing is just to take UCLA to cover the spread. Yeah. Um, it's just maybe so, I'll it's, take... it's so scary to, to bet against Gonzaga. It feels so stupid. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I know I already did. I know I already did take UCLA plus 14 and a half, but it just feels stupid betting against the team that's so good, you know? Yeah, no, it's it's borderline criminal. It's abs- It's scandalous. <laughs> it's, it's scandalous. scandalous. Yeah. But I mean, to be fair, UCLA. I mean, they just beat number one Michigan. Before that, they beat a uh, two seed Alabama, Abilene Christian, you're whatever. Right, you're and right. BYU, it's it's possible. State. Like it's they've possible. beaten good teams. Yeah. They've beaten good teams to get here. They deserve to be here. Okay. But like you said, Gonzaga's just a little bit more. So I guess maybe I just go. I uh, take Gonzaga. No, but earlier in the show, I took UCLA to yeah. cover the, their end of the spread. So yeah, you have to, I think we both have to take UCLA plus 14 and a half as our dog. I think that's the only dog out of the four or out of the two games we can take, right? It's not even a dog. That's a minus 115. I know, I'm just saying that's the closest thing. It's the we closest can get. thing, yeah. It's a cat. Yeah. It's a cat. You can take them plus 10 and probably get plus money. But anyway, we're going to take UCLA on the spread. 
as our dog for the week. Uh, your parlay, I know it's only two games. Is there anything you can do to, to throw together a parlay for the weekend? Yeah, you can take uh, both Baylor and UCLA to cover their side of the spread for plus 256. So that's I think I'm going to do that. Yeah, yeah that's I'm, not bad. I like to get a little bit higher payout. When it, I, I don't like your, like, how you do the the parlays that cash out at like minus two hundred? You know, if I if I got a parlay going, it's gonna cash out at <laughs> you, least you plus two. You only said that because you know what my parlay is gonna be right now. You know I have to do that. You know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take Gonzaga minus twelve hundred on the money line. Parlay that with Baylor at minus two ten for the ridiculous value mark of minus one seventy five. Oh my goodness! Not only will that uh, not only will that bet win. Not only will that parlay cash out, but also that will mean that the championship matchup will between, be between our two future picks. So uh, I'm going for it for the sake of the money, but also for the sake of the show and for the sake of our future picks. So you're welcome for combining both of our futures in my parlay. Yeah, for the sake of our future. Thanks for keeping our future in, in, <laughs> in your mind. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, good show. Good final four. Uh, we're back tomorrow uh, for some EPL picks, of course on the quick picks show looking forward to that any last words from mark before we close out the show for the weekend you can follow me at bet on kyle on twitter visit sportscomingpodcast.com review rate share the podcast thanks as always for listening mark what you got uh let's go baylor and let's let's also let's let's go ucla let's let's cover the spread this week boys see you guys next week